your favorite fat boys. That's our theme song. We got a theme song now. We do. I made it. So, it's your favorite fat boys. Back at it again. What's up? It's Jerron. Stefan, a.k.a. Mayhem, a.k.a. Captain Saberhole, a.k.a. All Garden Tools Matter. <laughs> well, it is springtime, so. Definitely. I'm glad to work the garden. Right. I'm glad you, you know, now it's all, all tools. So today we're going to talk about something that's very near and dear, my favorite thing, one of my favorite things in the world. In-game. Yes. In-game. We're going to talk about in-game. We're going to talk about Marvel movies. We're going to talk about DC versus Marvel. You know, just touch on superhero movie genre, you know, in general. Because we two geeks and hot anyway, so. Yeah, I've been in the comic books since I was... Small tyke, been reading them, been drawn, been always loved comic books, so definitely, definitely special to me. Yeah, I've been in comic books since I was a little kid. Uh, I remember my dad giving me, you know, his old comics and then, um, you know, collecting them, going to stores and, you know, buying them. And I was even getting them through the mail at one point, like in like S-Men and Spider-Man at one point through comics um, in the mail. So, um, and then like growing up watching the cartoons in the action figures. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's some deep root history with these with these superheroes here. Man, you know, you, you've been in my upstairs, you've seen I got tons of comics, racks on racks on racks. Yeah, not not money. We talking about, well, it's, it's, it's some money, there's some value to them comics. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, quite a few of them are yeah. worth a bit, but definitely I have actual comic racks with comics on them. And you read them. Oh, every last one of them. Yeah, I read I read my comments. Wow, I went back and reread them. And I read some really interesting, uh, interesting pieces. So probably worth some money. So hopefully yeah. they still in good condition because I put them in the plastic with the but the, oh, yeah, the back gotta, to them and everything. So you know, you got to protect your investment. But I do not collect comics to make money off of them. I collect them to read them because I enjoy it. Yeah, who who knew? Like, I think I remember my mom telling me like, oh, you know, these could be worth something one day. I'm like, I'm just reading them. Look at the art. You know, trying to understand the storylines, things like that, not thinking about what this could be one day. And, you know, a Spider-Man number one can go for like $400,000. Right. You know, but speaking of these things coming to life, we got to talk about Avengers Endgame, latest movie from Marvel. The Russos directed it. Mm -hmm. God damn it. It's a modern masterpiece of superhero cinema. <laughs> It is a really good movie, and I didn't didn't know what to expect. And I watched Infinity War, I watched Civil War, I watched Age of Ultron, I watched Avengers up until watching this. And it is like, it's the best movie they've done, Marvel period. It's one of the best movies, period. Yeah, I won't say it's one of the best movies, period. I mean, there's some, some great movies. It's one of the best Marvel done. It's It's... 
edged out a little bit by my, my favorite. We're going to get into, you know, that later. But first and foremost, we're going to talk about Endgame, what we liked, you know, what we might not have liked, you know, our general perspectives on the movie and, uh, and just everything that, you know, any emotions that you felt, anything that you felt about it. So be, first and foremost, before you continue to listen, spoiler alert. You can't really talk about this movie without spoiling it. And we are definitely going to spoil it. So if you haven't seen it, stop listening right now. But keep listening. But uh, I've seen it three times. How many times have you seen it? I've seen it twice. So it's three hours long. And I think off the bat, they, Tony stranded. You don't know how he's going to get back. And then Miss Marvel pops up and saves him at that moment. See, in that scene, I, I definitely enjoyed because of the interaction between Tony and Nebula. Mm-hmm. Say, Iron Man and Nebula, because of the fact that you can see like she is really enjoying this company, even though it's going to be limited because he's dying. Right. Because he needs food, which she obviously doesn't need. And he's given her this validation that she never had growing up from Thanos. So, you know, them playing the, the little game of paper football and her winning and just like you can see that like she's really enjoying the interaction that she's never really had with anybody. Yeah, and so that's I definitely love that scene. Yeah, I was thinking about um that part too, and it's like just seeing her go from I'ma kill you to oh, okay, I'm helping you, then it's like you give me something that you can't necessarily teach, is like how to have fun. Or you can in a sense, but like he's tell he's like like relax. Like we're not at war, we're not fighting, like let's just as some kind of entertainment. Right, because as much as I like Guardians of the Galaxy, Nebula was a bit of a one-note character mm-hmm. until about the end of the second one where, you know, she started to have some growth. But this movie, you know, the Infinity Saga, the ending of the Infinity Saga with Infinity Wars and Endgame definitely gave her some growth that she was so badly needing. Yeah, and it, it definitely helped um, set her character up for Volume 3. Right, and for fu- you know, future movies to come. Yeah, so that was a good scene. Um, I enjoyed the rift between Cap and Iron Man when they got back when Iron Man got back to Earth, and they were like, you know, when Cap asked him, um, what he say? He said, um, you know, can you give us any clues? And he tell you where he's going. And he's like, where are, where are we going? Like, and he brought up the whole uh, what caused their rift from beginning from Civil War. He brought that back up. So you so you tell that was never unfinished. Right. So that was, you know, I like that scene. That he just, he, just, he went he went at him and said, you know, take he took off his uh, his armor, his old uh, I don't know what they call that part of it. Well, yeah, with his the chest piece. Yeah, his chest piece. The put it, reactor. Yeah, put it in his hand and said, "You wear that and you run." And he passed out. And yeah, yeah. You know, I'm glad that they kept you know they acknowledged the continuity between Civil War up until Endgame because, you know, this stuff between them in Civil War wasn't really resolved. No. Even though Cap gave him the phone at the end of Civil War saying, you know, if you need me, you can call me. But, yeah, the actual underlying issues were never actually resolved. No, that was just Cap saying, hey, you know, all right, you're a good punch, but, you know, here's my number. You still give me a call. And Iron Man was like, I ain't ain't having it. He moved on his life, but he wasn't, you know, wasn't going to call him if he didn't need to. So, yeah, I definitely like the fact that, you know, these uh, Infinity War and Endgame were made in, you know, in succession, right, one after the other, because that way they kept the continuity tight between yeah. the movies. Because this was two or three years, you would, it would have been hard to, harder to believe, or, you know, keep that, keep that intact. Right. So, that was a good scene. Um, 
So before we go into any more details about, uh, you know, you know, scene specifics, overall, what did you like and what didn't you like about the movie? I liked the the emotional part of it, seeing the seeing the characters in this array. Um, Thor was everybody's grieving to a certain extent. Thor was uh was grieving because he let he he lost Loki. He lost uh what was the gatekeeper name? I forget his name. Heimdall. Heimdall. Um, lost Asgard. His parents. He he lost a lot. And if he just made a, a different blow, it could be a different outcome. Um, Black Widow lost a lot. Hawkeye lost a lot. Everybody lost something. I like that. They pulled a, they pulled that well. The like heartstrings. The emotional. Yeah, they, they, they pulled, out from, you know, from they pulled that. War. Yeah, they pulled that very well. What I would say, action was great. The, that last scene was everything. Um, the the, the go, them going through time was great as well. Um, yeah, was it definitely how they tied up? Uh, you know, the the ten years worth of films. Yeah, they've all mentioned it in one in, in, in a, what, a 30, 45 minute arc. So. Right. That was really well done. It was fun to watch too. Um, I say I say those stand out to me is what I liked the most. What I didn't like was probably um, not seeing like any part of Vision, like them not saying anything. About, yeah, I know he he, he got stone taken out in Infinity War, but just like not seeing you know his corpse or something of him, like you know. What was left of him? You know, how was that addressed in some sense? Was he back? Was he in Wakanda? Was he the, the Avengers Tower? I mean, um, the, the complex. Right. So what no acknowledgement him? of, you know, what they might have done with him. Not about, yeah, no acknowledgement of what he was done with. Um, what else? I would I would like to hear heard more from Black Panther. Like, I can maybe, like, seen a scene where what is he, what's going to lead up to his, his sequel? Like he, like you saw him and his mother and sister overlooking Wakanda, but it was I was like I would like to seem like him and like um, with his his you know his team and his like okay what what was going on those five years he wasn't there like give me a little give me something like what, what was going on was there a possible threat that right you know uh, did so, someone come back maybe so some 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 inkling of that um, and what else. Black Panther Vision. Um I think Wanda, like not giving like she had a couple lines, but like where did she go now? You know? Yeah, I guess because, you know, because the movies were done back to back, that you know, the the theory is that, you know, the people who had such a huge role in Infinity War didn't need to have as big a role in Endgame. Yeah. Said, uh, said I, I liked all of those parts. Of, you know, the emotional beats, the humor, the action, everything was just top notch. They they really went balls to the wall. But the one thing I didn't appreciate was Hawk not getting a real character arc from how he just got served in Infinity War. I mean, Thanos put the body work on Hawk like he was Muhammad Ali on George Foreman. Yeah, he he. <laughs> I was very surprised how technical those hits were when they when they <laughs> right. finished war. It was like right, he was counter, he, counter, he, he jab, was, counter, jab. He had been watching somebody some old boxing matches <laughs> before Hawk came out, so he could put the piece work on him, give him that two piece and a biscuit all day. And you could tell, like you could really tell, like how Hawk fights is just straight brute, brute. No, yeah. there's no thought to his fights. Yeah, he's a brawler. Yeah, Thanos put that body work on him, and I was hoping that Hawk would, you know, said I, I like the fact that they, you know, they brought in Professor Hawk. But then they didn't give him 
you know, they they had Mark Ruffalo. They had they had Banner be Banner, but in Hawk's body, as opposed to really giving Hawk some time to unleash and get that that closure that I know a lot of people were expecting that yeah. they wanted. Because you don't just have Hawk get pieced up and then don't have him at least throw a punch. He didn't because his arm got damaged from snapping his uh snapping the the Iron Gauntlet when he dubbed it. Um, so his arm was still messed up. Right, I mean, yeah, and, you know, they they showed off his strength with him holding up the uh, the Avengers complex after Thanos, you know, put you know, put that uh, that work in on it. Yeah, but you know, just run out there and punch Thanos in the chin one time. That's that's something <laughs> I, I, I I was I was expecting to see, like kind of like a, like a, a montage of them getting some kind of hidden on Thanos at some point, like how they did in Infinity War, like they they were running up in that similar scene. Well, right. it was the trailer rather, but like. Cat, Iron Man, and Thor—they all had their fight against him, but nobody. And then several, um, Captain Marvel did too. She had a moment with him, but I would like to see like Black Panther, you know, getting a hit in somehow. Spider Man, um, War Machine, some of that, you know, get like a really good hit on him somehow. Some kind of team up in that right. sense. So you know, the people that Thanos putting it, they place that you know they come in and just like you know show them that yo we back to you know, handle business. Yeah. That's what I, I, they, they probably doesn't seem like that, but they probably took it out because it just was like okay, this may be too much. Yeah, yeah granted, it so. was a long movie. It's three hours long, and so you know you gotta take out what you can take out and keep in what helps the story. Yeah, understandable, but it, it moved along pretty well. Um, yeah, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh yeah, definitely. I will. I will not have anything bad to say about the movie. I mean, there's only a couple of flaws that I had with it, but overall. Top notch. The Russos had me with uh, Captain America Winter Soldier that they can make a competent, not even just a competent superhero movie, but just a competent movie. Yeah. And then, and they have just continued to deliver with Civil War and then the, you know, Infinity War and then Endgame to to wrap it all up. Yeah, I was very surprised. very surprised uh, with Winter Soldier. It was really good, and it wasn't like over the top uh, special effects driven. It was it was like probably their more grounded superhero film, right? And it it just was it was everything. Like Civil, Winter Soldier was really good, and then they came back with Civil War, which I think is like for me is like probably one or two, like probably two for like far as like my favorite Marvel films, right? So. I'm really interested to see where they go now in the Marvel movies because now we is like there's no you don't know what direction they're gonna go as far as like not like the next biggest threat. Like I've heard Annihilus, they have chase like Galactus, yeah, Kang um, the Conqueror. Yeah, you know, so like well, I don't know which one's more gonna be more profitable or more makes more sense um, for them to do. But they had these, yeah, they got all these fast properties now. So right, see, so yeah, and. and I kind of wonder if they're going to do, you know, what they did here with the 10, you know, 10 years worth of films, you know, multi, a multi-phased arc, mm-hmm. where, whereas they're calling these first three phases, they call them the Infinity Saga. So, you know, phase one, phase two, and phase three. So are they going to do that with the next three phases? You know, another saga that's going to span all the phases. It, it'd be interesting to see. I, I don't, I don't think they will go that route again. I would be surprised if they, if they did, but I think it's going to be, Maybe because they have more properties now. They have a, a litany of new villains that they can bring in. That, yeah, that could, they they can do that with. Yeah, so it might be more so like a shorter. Let's say be ten years, maybe five years. Because who knows when we get the next Avengers movie? That's probably gonna be 
like 25. I mean, well, you know, 26. they had a, an Avengers you know, movie at the end of each phase, so I'm, yeah. I'm still expecting them to do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I know they're going. I think they're going to do that, but like, I guess it's one because you they got two movies coming out next year, then three in twenty twenty one, and three in twenty twenty two. So maybe twenty three we might have a major movie, but we have to see how what the story how the story progresses. All right, so everybody, as you can clearly see, Avengers Endgame is that shit. Thumbs up for me. It's four Shoot, thumbs up. It's, it's really good. If I say it three times. I, I haven't seen that mo- a movie that much since I was like. Six and I seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I, I seen see, that about three or four times. I did see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles multiple times. Yeah, I did love that damn thing. So yeah, if you haven't seen it, go see it. I hope it didn't spoil everything for you, and we ain't going to details about it. But you know what? But Cat, he picks up Monia and he puts the <laughs> boot work on Thanos. So I'm just gonna put that out there. I, I had to get that off my chest because it was great. Yeah, that that was a that was like a. A real triumph scene when he did that. I almost, I almost could have cried three times in that movie. I almost could have cried. The first, the first time was when T'Challa, T'Challa came through the portal, and I was like, "Oh, my king is back!" <laughs> like my king, Obumba, Obumba. I like yes. And then the scene where he, where they had, they showed his face, and then the lights behind him. I'm like, I need that. My, I need that on the wall. I need that on the wall. I need that next to. Uh, Barack Obama, Black Jesus, <laughs> Mr. Farrakhan. Who else is who, uh, who else? Not just not just Jackson. But I, <laughs> I need I need them up there in that picture of T'Challa with the sun right behind them. See, here's all these predominant real life black leaders, and then <laughs> Black Panther. Black Panther. And when they bring Miles Morales in there, put him up there too. That was my king. I felt like it come, when Duke coming to America, when he saw uh, Eddie Murphy's character, he's like, my king. He's like, no, no, no. That's how I felt at that moment. I was like, that's all I needed. All right, so that's two. What's the third one? Um, the third one was when Peter and Iron Man uh, reconnected. Oh, yeah, yeah. That hug and them, like, just them two is like, right, because the way it ended in Infinity War. <laughs> Goddamn Tom <time> Harden. <laughs> I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. You fucker. <laughs> Trying to make me feel stuff. Right. Like, that was, it was just like, he was like, oh, you're back. Like, it, like to me, like, that was, his, his whole motivation was to bring back Peter Parker. He, he brought him in this world. He brought him in the war. Right, into that superhero world. Right. He brought him to the war, to the fight. He, and in New York, he came to him. He didn't, like, bring him. He's, like, came to his aid to help him. And, and then when they was on the uh, Titan fighting, he lost him there because he snapped. But he is right, like when yeah, he came back, that big failure. Yeah, he came back. He's like, I lost a kid. That's the first thing he said. You know, that was weighing on him so much. So then we find God was like, all I could do is hug him. And he's like, oh, this feels good. That was like such a, just a nice moment. Them two together, it, uh, I, they, they have such good chemistry together. Because then you see it as well in Civil War when they, when they first are introduced to each other and meet each other first time. That scene, that scene they, they had in Civil War made up for the last two. Sony movies yeah, yeah. that were bullshit. Sony. So, <laughs> how you do that man like that? That's my favorite. That's probably my favorite character, Spider-Man. But it was like, that made that little five, ten minute conversation made up of two movies. To me. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm with you on that one because they're the, those last, the amazing Spider-Man movies I thought were utter garbage. Yeah. So, I don't even want to talk about them. So, yeah, definitely the MCU Spider-Man trumps the amazing Spider-Man by leaps and bounds. And um, 
I, 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 my third one was Valkyrie riding on a damn horse. Don't know where the hell this horse came from. <laughs> right. But when she was riding that horse and kicking the ass, I'm like, go, sis. You got to go, bitch. Yes. I was all for that. I like, she kicking the ass because I, I liked her character a lot and throw right in the rock. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and, and, it's, and uh, th- yeah, definitely, yeah, they really, even though it was cheesy as hell, but I loved it as a comic, as a comic book moment when they had all the women, yeah. you know, you know, put, post up to say, we got strong women in the Marvel Universe, you know, bow down, bitch. So, yeah, it, it was cheesy as hell and logistically it didn't make a lot of sense for where each where a couple of the people were in the midst of the battle, but it was still a it was a, a an iconic moment. Yeah, it definitely was. I, I really enjoyed that, and there's like a lot of uh, speculation. They, they want to do like a a was it a team a force? Yeah, a force. A force in from the comics, the all right. female event. I don't know. I don't know. If we'll get that because you think about how long it took to get a Black Widow movie, shit, a Wonder Woman movie. And then I kept the Marvel movie. It's going to be some years they do some kind of spinoff like that. But I'm open for it because I think all the characters, all the women characters, I think are really developed and strong to hold their own. Right. So to see them in some kind of conflict with just them or they're just the, the main focus, I think it'd be, you know, well, well received. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. The female superhero movies are definitely being well received. I mean, Captain Marvel, billion damn dollars. So. There's definitely a market for it. All right, so we're going to talk about the ones Marvel movies in general, right? Yeah. So now we're going to say, what do you think about the Marvel universe as a whole? Just the you know, it's good. It's good. You know, it had you know, I think with any with a franchise, um, it has ups and downs. Um, But I think with Iron Man, what came out two thousand eight, they didn't expect it was going to do what it did. It was it was a shot in the dark. But they laid the, they put the season there because they put the Avengers Easter egg in there at the very end, right? Then like it's like oh god like oh what's what's it going to be? So I I think I think out of all of you put against you put against let's see Marvel Marvel Universe versus Star Wars versus what DC because they have Batman Superman franchises. I would say I I would say Marvel's up there. Now, I think I think definitely Star Wars. Depending on what you ask, they, they might say it might be above maybe Marvel, but well, yeah, I wouldn't say that. I mean, well, I mean, I guess I'm one of those dependents who you ask because of the fact that just the the MCU has had a clear focus from day one. Yeah, they they found the right guy to run this, and he has a clear vision. That's what Kevin Feige, right? Yeah. Yeah, Kevin Feige, just a clear vision of what they want to do. Protect Kevin Feige at all costs. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Right. So this man, and the, and the funny thing is, is uh, if you know, there's an anecdote about him. Um, like he got the script for like one of like the Amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He had gotten the script, and he was giving Sony notes on how to make it a better movie. And they're like, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> and then he y'all listened. <laughs> if you listened, you'd have had a better movie. But no, you want to go make your own Spider Man, and it was trash. <laughs> well, the, the, the you can't say that because like, the first two Spider Man movies that they made were great. You know, Spider Man yeah. with you know, Green Goblin and the Spider Man with Doc Ock. I mean, we ain't gonna talk about that third one. That, no, we're not talking that, about third one at all. That's you know that studio in the fed movie that you know they need to let. And Sam that's what Man. happens with studio. That's what that, you see. What you get when you're in the with movie studios. So you know, you get Spider Man three. You get Suicide Squad. You know what? So 
Let's talk about that. Marvel versus DC movie universes. You start with that one. Fuck DC. <laughs> Fuck Warner Brothers. I'm just gonna put it out there. <coughs> I have never been to so many damn. I love comic books. I have a a slew of DC books. I've been reading it all my damn life, and I have never been so angry going into movies. And it started with Man of uh, Man of Steel. Yeah, you know, when they're trying to build their universe, it it started with that. I I was in Man of Steel, so goddamn bored, and then and then it had an overlong. The final fight scene is so long and so not thought out. Zack Snyder, I'm sorry, you suck. I used to think you were good because I loved Watchmen in Three Hundred. Yeah, he did two good movies, but then after that, you just went. Maybe I was blinded by the visual spectacle because yeah, it's fucking horrible. Yeah, I, I, I'm definitely disappointed. It hurts my heart how DC turned out. Cause I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't expecting DC to like catch up to what Marvel was doing. I thought that they would tell just as good a story as Marvel, um, and you don't, and just bring those characters to life better. Like it's just like the characters, are, but in too, like the, the comics right now, I think reading the comics. DC has some better stories right now going on. Yeah. Versus Marvel. Yeah, definitely. And and think maybe what? 15, 20 years ago, it might have been the other way around. Marvel yeah, I mean, had better yeah, stories. They, they, they always switch. Yeah. But it was just like, but I, Man of Steel. The movies. Yeah. yeah, Man of Steel, I didn't care for. Batman vs. Superman, I think it's better now than it was when we saw it. I slap you. But don't hit me. <laughs> Only reason I think I want to say it's better now because I think out of Man of Steel, Suicide Squad, oh, just all Justice League, movies. yeah, Justice League, um, Wonder Woman, Shazam, I haven't seen yet, and Aquaman. That's what six movies right there, right? Is that six? Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, Justice League. But just out of all of the movies, I think that's the better one. Now I would have to give it to to Wonder Woman because of the fact that I could watch Wonder Woman and I ain't want to just beat somebody up. But watching Man of Steel, Suicide Squad, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, Justice League, watching those movies, I wanted to fight everybody in the, in the closest vicinity because they were so goddamn terrible. Yeah, Justice League was so was such, was so heartbreaking, and like, there's nothing that saved that movie. Like, maybe like Aquaman, I, Aquaman was cool. I, I, out of all of them, he, him, and him and Batman was people I wanted to watch. I didn't really care for Wonder Woman. You know, it was, the movie was okay. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly that. That's how I felt about Wonder Woman. It didn't. It's, it, it's the best one because of the fact that it didn't make me angry. So it just kind of exists. Well, how did you feel about Aquaman and Shazam? Because you've seen them too. I haven't seen them. Well, Aquaman was okay. The story was weirdly structured in the fact that apparently James Wan doesn't know how to transition from scene to scene because every time he wants to transition to a different scene, he has a fucking beam come and explode behind Aquaman's head. It happens like four times. Looks like at like that point, two. Oh, one or two is okay, but at four times you got a problem. <laughs> and I like James Wan as a director. <laughs> and, I, and I will say about Shazam, Shazam is the most Fun that I've had at a DC Warner Brothers movie. Okay, it, it is very humorous. 
the the stakes are really small. The villain motivation is yeah, whatever villain, but it is definitely very humorous. What is it, Zachary Levi? Yeah, Zachary Levi. He's definitely enjoying himself, and you enjoy the fact that he's enjoying himself. Okay. So yeah, it's definitely a, it's a humorous movie. I'm not gonna say it's a great superhero movie. It gets extremely cheesy and cliched, but it's definitely a lot of fun. It's humorous. Yeah, I, I, I like Batman a lot. Like I, Batman, one of the best heroes ever. I like Ben Affleck's Batman. I I can't say that I I like that one scene. Yeah, that's the that's the best. That's the only scene everybody talks about when he's in the warehouse. Yeah, you know. But I like but him and Alfred Jeremy Irons. That was I enjoyed that better than Michael Caine and Christian Bale. Oh yeah, I mean, as much as people talk as you know, The Dark Knight being the greatest superhero movie ever made, I I didn't like it. The Dark Knight was the one with him and with Joker with Heath Ledger. Right. I think it, it's some it's some good it's some good some good points in the movie. Oh yeah, it, it definitely like you know Heath Ledger's Joker was great. He acted it well, but I, just the movie as a whole, I. It was a lot. It was a lot like, why are you doing this? And it was like, I'm the Joker. No reason. Ha ha. It was like, but you know, I don't plan, but I have planned all this stuff out. <laughs> it's like, okay. And then the fact, like, it, and that, and that's another three hour movie. But I felt the time. Like with Endgame, I didn't feel the time. Yeah, pass. Endgame, you don't feel the time with it. In with, some movies, with the Dark Knight, I felt it. And like, and then they, they shoved Two Face in the last thirty minutes. That's of the why movie. I hate it. I hate it. I hate when they do that. Like, I, I'm all for multiple villains or multiple characters because it worked well in Age of Ultron. They're like 15 characters in Age of Ultron. And, but everybody had different, like small parts. Like, but the, the main, the, these characters you've known for quite a while now, but they, they didn't have a lot of screen time, but they, they all fit in that movie. But you can't shoehorn somebody in 30 minutes and expect me to connect with it. Because like, what they had about Suicide Squad was the um, weird bunch of ragtag misfits coming together to be a team. And then at the end of this hour and a half movie, we're family. Huh? Right. And like, y'all don't even damn know each other. Family? Like, where did y'all get these ideas from? And then the fact that the ending of Suicide Squad, I don't even need to talk about it, and the fact that the movie felt like it was edited by a goddamn person who makes music videos. And then if these, these are the Suicide Squad. They're supposed to be doing covert, dangerous missions, and they are just saving the world, facing some magical bad guy. And then it's not touched upon in Justice League. Like, you don't mention that at all. Because he, he gets intel from, what's the name? Uh, Amanda Waller. I'm about to call her Wanda Sykes. <laughs> he gets intel from Amanda Waller. And that's not translated that this event even happened some sort in some sort of way to 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 the Justice League. You know, yeah, like they, you could have brought up say, like, well, we need to form so this don't happen. Something like that, but Yeah, you can tell that uh WB doesn't have that Kevin Feige, you know, who has a clear vision of how he wanted the universes to connect. I mean, that's why they given up on the idea. Yeah, because they wanted they had the guy was it, what was his name? Jeff something, Jeff Johns? Yeah, uh Jeff yeah, Jeff Johns. He they had him. Yeah, he, I mean he, he's he, but he he was the comic book guy. Yeah, he's yeah. And they, they brought him, him in to kinda of like be the Kevin Feige, but he I think he stepped away because it was like they had too much shit going on where it could be kinda right. constructed because the new person of WB when he came in, he's like, what the fuck going on? Because it was just too much. And then that's when he started doing, like, the worlds of DC. That's why you had the Joker now. Um, yeah, they're just going to do standalone stories. Yeah. Because they, they, we tried to connect the universe. We failed. So we're done. But I think they got, they, they can do it. No, they, they went at it. They went at it wrong. The yeah, only they, way yeah, they could do it now was they, the reboot. Yeah, the reboot the whole thing. Because, look, we, I don't want to see Cyborg. 
I don't want to see him in the movie. I don't know. He wasn't. He was. He didn't captivate me. He's not compelling. I know. Because they didn't make him compelling. They they stuffed him in. He had absolutely no affect, no emotion. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna watch a whole movie. Either. No, and him booyah at the end. Like no, nigga, no. Not even not even a real booyah, booyah. <laughs> nigga, damn, you can't even do that excitedly. <laughs> he's a half, he's, he's all robot. So and then the the flash. Like who taught that man how to run? <laughs> I'm sorry, this run looked weird as shit. I don't know. I just, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not excited about that. Like, I think the they only thing to, that can make me excited if they do a flashpoint to reboot the universe. I, they've been talking about that, and they, and at this point, they should. Yeah, but I, I said I think they're just going to go with the whole route of not making these movies connected. If <laughs> it, if his movie gets picked up, because Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller, last time I read, was writing the script so he can stay on as Flash. So if, it, if that whatever he writes, hope it is some kind of connected to a flashpoint because then it, it would make sense for them to reboot it, and then you can bring in a new Superman because he left. Yeah, Ben Affleck's out Batman because yep. you got Matt Reeves now re- um, doing Batman, and they're looking for a younger Batman anyway. Yeah, for yeah, at least for that Batman movie. Yeah, so because you know the Batman in in this you know in what used to be the connected universe was an older one. We've yeah, already been through some shit. Yeah, and a lot of people who were producers in WB were like. Why would you have an older Batman and you're bringing in a a new Superman to the world? Like I, I understand the pitch of it, but to a lot of people, it didn't make sense to have an older Batman. Like you should have a, a Superman and the Batman kind of growing together. Yeah, I mean that would make sense if they had planned this universe out, which they obviously did. And then and then like too, but Batman Batman versus Superman, there was so many Easter eggs in there. Like the, the you know it's a question mark and one that. You know, on one of the columns and the fight between them two. But yeah, yeah. They, 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 Zack Snyder will, you know, stuff in a bunch of visual flair, but as far as a coherent story goes and coherent narrative, he definitely missed the mark on that one. I think I think they should have released um, his full version of Justice League. It doesn't make it better. I'm sorry. That extra no, 30 I, minutes does not make it better. It may not make it better, but I want to see it because I want I want As a know. matter of fact, I don't even think it, I, I don't even think that there is one because, you know, Originally, you know, with the with the reports were saying that his original cut of Justice League was completely fucking unwatchable. Hey, Justice League was barely watchable. <laughs> so I rather and they had to have Josh Whedon come in and come in and fill in some moments, so give them some character moments and shit. And you can tell his humor. You can tell. Well, yeah, you can tell which parts were Josh. Whedon yeah, because definitely, definitely distinct from the rest of the movie. So yeah, I, I mean, I I would be opposed to seeing it because like, well, shit, you already killed me, kill me again. Because I need to, I want to no, see. I'm sorry, don't beat on my dead body. No, I want to see it because I'm like, what direction were you going? Because I'm pretty sure he had, he had a vision. I don't think he did though. He, he had to. He just wanted to. He just wanted to be a darker superhero movie. You know, he he was trying to make everybody into the Watchmen mold. And you can't do that though with them. Well, you, you you can tell a darker story, but Watchmen can't be Batman Superman, right? Now the style of it, the, the styles you, the fighting styles, and like that scene was very reminiscent of Watchmen. Him, the Batman, in the warehouse scene was, you know, was something like of oh, the Watchmen, but it needs to be a different style. Because so. even and then Christopher Nolan was the producer, so I'm like, you made uh, what was the movie he made with a uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? Inception. You made Inception, and you let him slide with all this. You let him slide with all this, and it was like, yeah, that's a good idea. No. So, 
obviously Marvel movies have been trumping DC in in my book, in your book. Yes. And at the box office. So everybody's in agreement. DC, Warner Brothers, fuck you. Stop it. What, what, do you, Reboot you, your universe. Do you have a you have a favorite DC movie? You use that Wonder Woman, right? Yeah, I mean, out of, at least out of all of this this run of movies, it's not my favorite, but it's the one. It's the only one that I can probably sit and watch. No, no, as a matter of fact, I push his aim over top of it because I I enjoyed that more than I did Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, I didn't want to hurt anybody. Shazam, I laughed a lot. What's your favorite? Uh, what's your favorite Marvel and what's your least favorite Marvel movie? Okay, top three Marvel movies. I'm gonna. It's gonna be all the ones that the Russos directed. Honestly, Winter Soldier is still my favorite. It's 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 real close with uh with Endgame, real real close. So Winter Soldier, Endgame is now number two, and and it's a toss up between uh, Infinity War. And Civil War. Okay. I would go... I don't know, what's, your, what's your least favorite three? My least favorite three, and I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for this. My le- At least the one one of them that's on the list. Thor 2. <laughs> fucking hate that movie. Iron Man 2 and 3. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're in that second slot in Iron Man 1. I'm sorry. I didn't like Iron Man. Fuck you if you don't like it. You have a problem with that. <laughs> You ain't like Iron Man. I did not. I, I honestly, I didn't like any of the Iron Man movies. <laughs> not even one. Not even one. I can say you not like it two. I can say you not like it three. But that ain't the first one, though. I, I don't know what it is about the first Iron Man movie. I just did not enjoy it. I was sitting there watching. I was like, I'm not feeling this. It's like it's nothing wrong with it. It's just right. that I wasn't feeling it. I can understand that. I I, I can beat you, I can beat you up about it. <laughs> Let me see my my favorite three. Um. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say my third one would be Black Panther. Okay, I can watch that all. The, I I've watched that several times since it's been on Netflix. It's it, it's really one of those movies to me is like you kind of like walk away from it, you still hear it, and you know what's going on, so you come back to it. You know, it's, it's right. a good movie. It's really really put together, and I like the fact that um, Eric Killmonger's character, like he wasn't just. Oh yeah, he Bad. had real motivation. Yeah, he wasn't just like he wasn't just being a villain or a jerk because that's what we, you know because just because it was Tuesday, he got left behind his people, and he wasn't. I don't think he, I don't think he was welcomed. So he he definitely was of Wakanda, but like he wasn't embraced with open arms. So he was like, I'm gonna take over. It's my birthright. So I like that aspect of it. Um, I'm gonna say Spider Man Homecoming number two. And Civil War number one. Okay. All right. Least favorites. Least favorites. Thor two. I did not like Thor two at all. I was like, somebody asked me to go see that. Somebody asked me to go with them to the movies. I'm like, eh, I don't want to see this. And then I think you told me about it, and I was like, ah, oh, I'm glad I didn't go see it. That I watched, it and I was like, I'm glad I didn't pay money for this. So yeah, Thor two number three. Number two would be Iron Man two. Like it was such a weird movie to watch. It was like this is it. Like what what is going on? Like who? Right. It, it really felt like there was no script to it. It felt like there's no script. They were just kind of just going off and just whatever came to them came to them. So, um, my least favorite one. 
Moments the lightning round. Oh, maybe Captain America. Okay. Like it's cool, but like it don't. Yeah, it is. It doesn't resonate well. Yeah. Like I don't know, but I guess between like maybe it could be Captain Marvel because I really didn't care for that one too much. Yeah, I didn't like. Like a lot of the editing, the lighting was bad. The lighting was bad. I'm like, what the? Like, I understand we 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 in space, but we on a set. Can I get some light? Like, you you give me too much of realism here. Like, right. But yeah, I think maybe Captain Marvel would be number one because I read that. I want to see it again, but I'm like, if you, if you, if you put those, those those I guess like Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, Captain Marvel, and Black Panther. I, like Black Panther's great. Captain Marvel, eh, I'm gonna say Captain Marvel. Okay, it's my, it's probably my least favorite because just I don't know, like between between him, between that and Captain America. All right, so now before we close out, we're gonna have this segment that you wanted to include. <laughs> you you go ahead and say what it is. So my little my last segment here is who would you save from the superhero movies? So we we always talk about like. These these movies in in in, 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 in you know deep conversation, and like who who would say these people, like who who would say um was it Maggie Gyllenhaal's character in in Dark Knight? I wouldn't save her. <laughs> Why wouldn't you save her though? She's not attractive. <laughs> say what you want. Say, ass, say what you want. You want me to save your ass? You better be looking good. <laughs> you better put on some makeup. <laughs> she had makeup on. Oh no! Well, damn. And she still was looking good. Like I, I want. I know it's the the crying face. <sighs> her and Katie Holmes, Kristen Dunst, It's not. Dunst. Yeah, Kristen Dunst. I'm the nicest. Is that because you white? But it's like they just not. They just didn't look like, oh my love, got to go to you and save you, risk my whole life kind of look. Like it ain't there. Like it ain't, it ain't there for me. Like, Siri, I'm a save. Okoye, yeah, she gonna save me. She bad. She bad as shit. She gonna save me. But I'm just like, I, I ain't risking. Like he, like in Dark Knight, it, he was, it was either him or it was her or Harvey Dent. And he, I would have chose Harvey Dent all the way. <laughs> yeah, you know that, that that was the district attorney. And she made it clear, like you know, save him. He's worth. He's he's the saving grace for the city. But I'm like, you risking life and limb by getting burnt face off and for her. <laughs> all right, so who would you save? Shoot, we got to think about the women's now. Yeah, come on, one. You, this is your topic. You should have thought about this. Who would you save? You only get one. Only one. Yep, you only get one. Aunt May. <laughs> Which one though? Oh, homecoming Aunt May. <laughs> Marissa Tomei. I grew up with her in a different world, so I know her. <laughs> All right, if we gotta oh, go it's, off, it's Zoe Zandella. Uh, that's who I was about to say. Oh, you have her there. No, no, I'm switching. We got if we going up, looks a little um, Scarlet Witch. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, she does it for me. She's attractive. Yeah, very much. I know it's, and it sounds fucked up, but it's like. It's, <laughs> but if you if you gotta save your love interest, you want to at least be attract. You want to at least be attractive. Yeah. <laughs> like, you shallow ass man. Why am I loving you for? Am I, am I ain't gonna save you? The fuck? We good as friends, but if I if it comes between your life and her life, I gotta go with her. Right. That scene, like the, the, the Soul Stone scene with Hawkeye and Black Widow. It's you, baby. <laughs> it's all you. Said so I'm tossing Maggie Gillahorn off the cliff. It's all you. 
I'm gonna go ahead and say he get the stone. We're gonna try to snap you back. Listen, this stone requires a second. Oh, he already pushed off, dog. What I gotta do? What, I wasn't supposed to kill him. You got Uber, so I can get back to the planet. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little fucked up. I know somebody else thinking they're like, I ain't saving that. Like, I'm pretty sure it's some woman like, I ain't saving that nigga. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Koya didn't want to save somebody. But she was <laughs> part of the door of Elijah, so she got to do her job. And now she, how she going to get her rent paid? <sighs> that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. This has been the show. Hope you enjoyed it. Said leave comments. We we do read them. We do respond. So you yes, again, we do. You, you can contact us on our email. Check us out on YouTube, on SoundCloud, Google Play Music. We everywhere. Wherever you find your podcast, you'll find us there. Because we doing it like that. You heard. We out. Peace. Thank y'all.